Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. John sent me a note to Steve, check out the story from Utah. You recall there was a uh, well-publicized crime that took place out there where some people got killed, uh, and uh, there's going to be some trials and whatnot. But one of the stranger stories to pop up out of that is that a TikTok psychic came out and said, I know who did it. And um, the TikTok psychic blamed a professor at the university and said that professor was involved in this. And um, a lawsuit resulted from that because, you know, if you make statements about somebody that are not true, they, they, they can sue you. And, uh, of course, if they are true, that's a different matter altogether. But uh, it now appears that the authorities have zeroed in on someone else. And so the professor sued the TikTok psychic, who then counterclaimed and said, oh, you're going to sue me? I'll sue you then. Well, that lawsuit, the counterclaim, got thrown out. A judge has dismissed the counterclaims brought by the TikTok psychic against the professor, calling them clearly baseless. And so this is from the spokesman.com. Emma Epperly wrote this. A federal judge called a TikTok psychic's claims that a University of Idaho professor killed four students last fall, arguably so outrageous as to be clearly baseless when he dismissed the psychic's counterclaims against the professor this past week. The history professor was shocked to learn that the psychic on TikTok was claiming she had killed four students at her university. Uh, According to the psychic, her claims originated when doing a psychic reading on the homicides. She said she discovered a teacher had ordered the killings of the students, and she told that to the Spokesman Review in December. More readings led her to a specific subject area at the university, which she then Googled, and when she saw the professor's photo, that was it. So the professor sent cease and desist letters and contacted police, but the psychic continued with her claims. Even After a Washington State University graduate student was arrested and charged with the crimes, the psychic stuck to her guns. (laughs) Eventually, the professor filed a lawsuit against the psychic for the false claims, and the psychic filed numerous countersuits, all of which were dismissed by the chief U.S. magistrate there. Now, a lot of people are going to be tempted to say, uh, didn't she see that coming? And I'm just going to let you know that that's an obvious joke, so go ahead and say it if you want to. But I hope somebody can come up with a better one than that. So it turns out the psychic is representing herself in the litigation. And she was unaware of the ruling when reached by the spokesman review late Tuesday afternoon. Last month, the uh, professor's attorneys argued that the claims made by the psychic should be dismissed because of their legal and factual frivolousness, according to court records. I've always liked frivolity as the way to extrapolate that out. But frivolousness also works. Uh, Meanwhile, the psychic has continued to repeat her claims, including in an interview with a spokesman last month. The spokesman is the newspaper, Spokesman Review. Uh, The magistrate cited the lack of evidence as a key reason for the dismissal. Now, you might say, but Steve, aren't lawsuits routinely filed where you can then find the evidence after the fact? Well, you can get evidence through a process called discovery, But you have to have a basis for filing your lawsuit. You can't just say, I think I can dig some stuff up later. you got to have a basis for filing it in the first place. So significantly, only the defendant, the psychic, has these opinions about the plaintiff, which is a professor. The court is unaware 
of similar claims from any other sources or the existence of any independent evidence remotely suggesting it. When asked to back up her claims, the psychic says she needed to do discovery. Now, here's the thing. Doesn't she know what she's going to find in discovery? Can't she do a reading on that? The process of obtaining information, of course, is discovery. And um, the magistrate acknowledged that the psychic is not an attorney, and that did affect the manner in which her counterclaims were brought, but he admonished her for attempting to use discovery as a fishing expedition. And I've seen cases get dismissed where somebody's made allegations in a pleading, and a court looks at the pleading and goes, okay, do you have anything to back this up? And now sometimes you can say, well, we believe these documents will exist and we can find them, but obviously they're in control of the documents. And sometimes a judge goes, okay, I'm going I'm to let you do the discovery to look at those documents and then go ahead. But the weird part about this case is it appears that a psychic is simply saying, I psychically determined that she did the killing. Well, what you imagined in your own head isn't evidence. Otherwise, I could just imagine all kinds of lawsuits against all kinds of people. And so what she has in her mind, which could be true, let's give her the benefit of the doubt, would then be backed up by solid evidence someplace. Right? And she should know where it is because she's a psychic. Instead, based solely on her claimed ability to psychically divine the truth, defendant makes extraordinary allegations about how the plaintiff orchestrated the murder of four people to cover up a secret romantic relationship with one of the victims. These claims are not only conclusory and unverifiable, but arguably so outrageous as to be clearly baseless and thus implausible. Now, the magistrate noted the case underlying all of this, the murder case, is ongoing. He didn't sanction the psychic for bringing the claims despite ruling against her. And that's one thing you have to understand, is that courts can sanction you for filing a frivolous case. They can. They often don't. And it depends on how much effort was put into getting your case thrown out. But the uh, professor's attorney did not immediately respond to a request for comment. A group of her friends had created a GoFundMe page to help pay for her legal fees. Uh, But this is just bizarre. So, again, in essence, the professor filed a lawsuit against the psychic and said, stop making these claims, you're harming my reputation. And the psychic apparently said, no, I'm going to keep making the claims because I believe they're true. So the professor sued her. She counterclaimed. And the judge didn't throw the entire case out. He just threw the counterclaim out. So the professor's lawsuit against the psychic appears that it will proceed. Now, what will happen there? Don't know. But you can have a case where you sue somebody for slander, libel, defamation. Um, Again, slander is where someone speaks words and... uh, Libel is where they're written. And so I'm not sure if she's on TikTok. Uh, I've not seen her TikTok videos. Uh, I don't know if she is um, uh, writing these words out on the screen or if she's saying them verbally. They both fall under the broad definition of defamation. (laughs) And yes, I edited out a train wreck of a half of a sentence there. So uh, fascinating case. We'll see what happens with her underlying lawsuit. And then we'll also see what happens with the trial itself, because it was a tragic case. There were um, several people murdered out there, and they think they've got the right guy. But, of course, they're going to have a trial, and we'll see what happens there. But this is a separate civil action, an actual lawsuit filed by a professor who is simply accused of being the murderer by a TikTok psychic. 
a TikTok psychic. So there you go. Emma Epperly wrote that for thespokesman.com. John sent it. Thanks a lot. Questions or comments, put them below. Otherwise, talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. A hospital bed is a parked taxi with the meter running.